With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. So there is a concept known as the metabolic window. It falls into the category, you could call it maybe another word for nutrient timing. I started writing about this many years ago when it comes to sports nutrition, when it comes to muscle hypertrophy, when it comes to and relates to endurance training and energy. But this is a perfect topic for Fitness Disrupted because of what? The contradictory information, the contradictory science. But it's the perfect topic as well because of my takeaway, (laughs) which goes to common sense. Okay? So, like, so much in exercise and nutrition, there's contradictory information, just like with stretching. Is stretching good for you? Is stretching bad for you? Right? Does it matter? Does it make a difference? And, of course, it comes down to it depends. But let me just keep this to a fit tip. And for those of you who don't know what the metabolic window is, it is a period of time after your workout. Okay, so think of a window and the window is closing. That's what they're trying to kind of give you the image of here when they talk about the metabolic window. And it involves consuming nutrients. And the two nutrients that we're talking about here are protein and carbohydrates in and around your workout session. Okay, and some have claimed what? That there can be dramatic improvements in body composition, so muscle building, in glycogen storage, so 
storing those carbohydrates. So basically the short explanation is it's better to get in these nutrients, your carbohydrates and your protein as soon after a workout as possible. Because again, with that window analogy, the closer to the workout you consume these, the better because the body is primed to take them in. I'm not giving you the scientific terms. This is a fit tip. We're going to keep it simple because the takeaway is simple, especially with the mixed messages. But I had to go back into my library Back to when I was writing about this much more frequently because of all this research that was coming out at the time and one book in particular. And I wasn't even sure. I mean, I have not pulled this book out. I don't even know in how long. And it's called The Future of Sports Nutrition, Nutrient Timing. And it was written by Dr. John Ivey, who is one of the was one of the you know first people to really put this on the map as far as the muscle building goes, uh, and Dr. Robert Portman as well, okay? And I'm just going to read you the first two paragraphs because it will explain this for those of you who, again, might not have any idea what I'm talking about here. So this is the first page of Nutrient Timing the Book. During a muscle's 24-hour growth cycle, there are periods when the muscle is actively involved in producing energy, periods when it is recovering, and periods when it is growing. For the metabolic machinery of the muscle to function at its best, during each of these periods, the appropriate amounts and types of nutrients must be consumed at the appropriate times. Depending on its metabolic needs at any given time, the muscle machinery can be directed to produce and replenish muscle glycogen, so that's energy, and in parentheses they say the stored form of glucose, or synthesize muscle protein. Each of these operations requires different types of nutrients, and if you're able to deliver the right nutrient mixture to the muscles at the right time, you can greatly enhance recovery from exercise and improve muscle growth, strength, and power. Okay, so those first two paragraphs of the book, uh, Nutrient Timing, summarizes it pretty darn well. Right? You're talking about two things here, well, many things, but the main two things are replacing the energy in the form of glucose through carbohydrates as soon as possible so you can better store those, and then taking in protein, building blocks of muscles so that you can build muscle optimally. And the farther away from your workout, this concept argues the less able you are to do those two things, the less optimal you are, your body is able to take in those two nutrients, the carbohydrates and the protein. All right, let's just distill this down really quickly, though. First of all, I love the argument. Uh, looked at a bunch of studies, one being nutrient timing revisited. Is there a post-exercise anabolic window? And this was Journal of the International Society of Sports Nutrition, uh, January of 2013, so years ago. Not that recent. They're questioning it already. Okay, so let's just get into the practical applications here. Let's go to the energy, right? Optimal time to, if you want to call it super compensate, energy stores, but take in energy. You're going to take in the energy regardless. So one of the arguments when you start to read the research, especially the uh, research looking at it revisited, is who, who does that matter for, right? 
In other words, like unless you're doing multiple workouts a day, which some people do, especially professional athletes, or you're an endurance athlete, or you're someone competing in, you know, an endurance event involving multiple days, maybe, does it really matter? Does it really matter? So that's the energy side. Now, I would argue that's less important than the nutrient timing, the metabolic window for people who want to build muscle. That's generally those who are more into this metabolic window, more worried about it. They're the ones who are what? The bodybuilder types who have the protein shakes ready to go in their locker, right? Or if they're working out at home or they're going back home, huge protein shake. But you know the type I'm talking about. So you have the energy storage side and you have the muscle building side. And so the primary goal of this traditional post-workout meal and the timing refueling is to replenish those glycogen stores and to ideally increase muscle protein synthesis. Okay, build more muscle, put energy back in as best as you can. <laughs> Leave it at that. So there's conflicting information. And when you look at that recent research, it shows that there's actually evidence-based support, as they say, for this practice is currently lacking. Now, there's some studies that demonstrate a benefit to consuming these nutrients as soon as possible. And there's others that don't. So let's just break this down to a fit tip. Why would you not do it if your goal are either of those or both of those, if there's potential that it does work? And there's a bunch of factors that, again, I don't want to get into for a a fit tip because this is really something that just comes down to common sense. And we can add a couple other factors in as well that they don't talk about when they're discussing this metabolic window. All right? If your goal is weight loss, let's go right there. And that's not something they really talk about in the metabolic window. So more about building muscle, although that's connected to weight loss, is it not? Or replacing energy stores. But what many people do who are focused on weight loss is they see that they've burned 300, 400 calories during their cardio session at the gym. Maybe they threw in some weights. And the last thing they want to do is take in calories right after the workout. They're going to eat, but they're going to wait. And so if they did do some strength and cardio mixed and the metabolic window might help them, I'm just going to leave it at that, taking it in as soon as possible, some carbohydrates, some protein, and they wait, they're not getting that potential benefit. And what they're doing oftentimes is going for a long stretch getting hungry, letting that blood sugar decline to the point that they're ravenous, and then you make poor food choices after. So in other words, you'd be much better off on several levels, taking in, eating, timing your meal to be right after that workout.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. If your goal is athletic performance, if you are an endurance person or someone doing multiple workouts a day, energy is really important. The fuel we put into our body is really important. We need enough fuel and we want as high quality fuel as possible. That analogy is so overused, but it's so applicable. Okay. And for someone like me who does these long events now, still running across the Grand Canyon and back, getting ready to do that again, another Ironman race, and I am doing multiple workouts Yeah, I want to refuel as soon as possible to be ready to not only do that next workout, but to be able to work, have my brain work, you know, for the work I need to do in between the workouts and to have the energy as well. And then if your goal is overall health, we need to focus on eating more and eating better, more food, more whole foods. And not focusing on deprivation, on, I would argue, fasting, topic for another day, not here. But we need to fuel our bodies. So what is the downside? That's, that's the question that should be asked. What is the downside to refueling right after your workout? I see the upsides. So without getting into the deep scientific discussion, and by the way, this book was really tough to read because it was so repetitive. Now, I get it. 
Also, that book I read on power meters. Oh, I should do <laughs> that. Was the toughest book I've ever read. Uh, power. Oh, cyclists, whatever. Uh, but this is such a great example of let's look at the science. Yeah, it's conflicting. Let's look at the downside to doing what might potentially benefit us and then looking at all those other benefits as well. Does that make sense? Right? And one other final thing to keep this to a short fit tip, and I want to do three hours on this. You're like, no, please don't. Uh, (laughs) Is the whole practice and kind of systems you put together, you know, the placebo effect. That's not what's what's happening here. But my point is like when you buy supplements, when you bring a protein shake bottle, you know, to the gym or you work out in your home gym and then you come upstairs and you immediately refuel with your own blender made, you know, protein powder and frozen fruit and some healthy fats. That's the lifestyle, people. That's something that's going to keep you doing what you're doing for a long time, for a lifetime. So in other words, we don't look at the behavioral side of these type of things when we should. We can look at the energetics part and the physiology and the nutritional side and all of that stuff. And that's important. But I know personally from experience and then from clients, thousands of clients over the years, that when you start to live the lifestyle, and that goes for rehydrating and refueling, doing those little things, it's not just the physiological effects that matter. Equal to, or more important, are the psychological. Because you're controlling now. It's a huge part of it. You do your workout and then you refuel and you control those foods and you're following a program, your program. And that is so powerful. So don't need to get into whether or not the metabolic window exists or how important it is. If I'm going to eat, which I am frequently, why don't I do it within that metabolic window in case the physiological studies into it? where muscle building and energy replenishment are true. But even if they're not, there's so many other benefits that come from that as well. So just a perfect example of taking the science and the conflicting science and going, okay, it might work, it might not, but I'm going to do it in case it does. And then I'm going to do it for other reasons as well. And one of the main reasons, people, is we need to get in our protein. We need to get in enough protein. I know that research shows that people get in enough, not the right kinds. And I would argue many of those self-reports are misleading at best. So metabolic window, maybe. I believe yes. And the downside is you're refueling and there is no downside. It's about control. It's about you finding your program and sticking to it. All right. How's that for simplifying it down? But this is like, again, the perfect topic for overanalyzing. You can find both sides of just about every argument in fitness. But then when you weigh the other, 
just commonsensical benefits, potentially, you go, why not? In this case, why not? All right, there you go. Do much more on this. We'll go deeper. I'll go deeper in the future. But this is the takeaway right away. Do that morning workout and then refuel right after. Do that afternoon workout, refuel right after. I'll leave you with one little scientific piece of information. Generally around a four to one ratio of carbohydrates to protein. Now, this depends on what your goals are, obviously. And if your goals are more muscle building, you can add, you know, more protein. But, you know, somewhere around a four to one ratio of carbohydrates to protein. So if you're doing 40 grams of carbs, you do about 10 grams of protein. Most people who are looking to build muscle are going to do more than that, 20 to 30 grams of protein, somewhere around there. But control what you eat. Take in those healthy foods. Whole foods when possible, supplements when you need to. And this is a perfect time for that supplement, for that protein powder, for that protein bar, for your protein concoction that you love. If you want more info on that and you missed the fit tip I did on protein bars versus protein shakes, I would listen to that. But yeah, try to refuel within a half hour of your workout with something super healthy and something you enjoy. The benefits (laughs) will outweigh the, I don't even know what the negative would be. And there you go. All right. Thank you for listening. Fit tip, the metabolic window, nutrient timing. I just saved you, if you want to read it, nutrient timing. But, uh, you know, this was before much of the conflicting information came out. (laughs) Everyone was saying, absolutely. And then all of a sudden they said, wait a minute. A lot of limitations to the studies on nutrient timing, especially muscle building, much of it done on people who are are new to exercise. So limitations. But now you know it doesn't matter. Get in your protein, get in your carbs. All right, enough. Tom H. Fit is Instagram. Tom H. Fit is Twitter. You can reach out to me through those means methods. Direct message, questions, comments. I'd love to hear from you. You can also go to fitnessdisrupted.com. Email me through the site. And thank you for listening. Again, I'm breaking it down in the simplest way possible, saving you the time. I could sit here and read you, you know, scientific blah, 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 and make it much more complicated than it is. That's what everyone else does. They make the complex too simple and the too simple complex. Excessive moderation, people, right in the middle. All right. Thank you for listening again. I am Tom Holland, exercise physiologist, certified sports nutritionist. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. 
People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy, yeah. right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.